Is it Wednesday again already? It's Wednesday! This is Amy. And Lexi. And this is Confessions of Retail. All the tea. Welcome Welcome back back to the the shit show. show. Episode 33, alright. Dang, we're already here. It's Halloween, the birds are singing. (laughs) It is, it is spooky season and we are ready. Whoop whoop. I've uh, been basically living in my Halloween leggings for the last week or so. I've been getting lots of compliments on them. I've been busting out all the spooky gear. Yeah, I don't have a lot of spooky gear, but I have my Lula leggings that are Halloween, and then I I bought myself a sugar skull dress, and I love that dress, too. It is so cute, too. Oh, my gosh. I've been uh, accessorizing via Dollar Tree. Their new fall line is in, and uh, it's (laughs) popping. No, I got a witch hat. <laughs> and that's fun. I've got um I've got a couple of things tucked away because I mean, I'm always it's always spooky season here. Did they that's cancel trick or treating? We actually are doing trunk or treating this year. And uh we actually just spent the weekend bagging up little like baggies for the kids to take a whole bag instead of you know mixing all their germs up right keeping it a little well so they canceled trick-or-treating and they were going to do um it's basically like a drive-through trick-or-treating interesting i don't understand how that lessens the uh well, because then it keeps everybody in their own cars. <laughs> yeah, but the people who are handing out the candy are still, you know what I mean? Yeah, but the people that are handing out the candy are like, you know, officials, first responders, so on and so forth. Okay, I guess fair enough. But they canceled that too, so. <laughs> Aww. I know, um, but that's just down here. We're going to go up the mountain and... and hang out with a couple of friends and do something up there. Well, I hope uh I hope you guys are able to make something fun out of it. I know. That stinks. Yeah. See, we aren't they aren't doing actual trick or treating out here in town, but our local neighborhood is doing a trunk or treat for any ah. families that want to participate. So, we're not going to be going probably trick-or-treating, but we will be handing out candy. I think that's as far as we're going to go. We've already got plenty of candy, you know? The boys don't... They don't need any more. I mean, my kids get candy all the time because I'm constantly buying candy to put in the candy bowl. So, it's not like they'll really miss it, but they will because they do love dressing up and going trick-or-treating. It's the the spirit of Halloween that we're missing this year, and that's exactly. what stinks. But I've been trying to make it as everything. lively. Fucking I know. COVID just sucked the spirit out of the whole fucking year. I know. 
I'm over it. I uh, damn damn Aunt Rona. <laughs> I've been uh putting on spoopy movies every night. For, yeah, like we we have one for the kiddos, and then once they're down, me and Dad will watch a an actual scary movie, <laughs> which I love because he turns into Jamie Kennedy in Malibu's Most Wanted. <laughs> It's the best. It's the best. (laughs) Taking him to the movie theater and also me is just the worst. (laughs) Oh my gosh, she can't. I remember when the four of us went on a double date to the movies. Luckily, we weren't going to see a scary movie, but nonetheless, it was awful. Like... You're, you're, you know, you and my husband are both like, will you guys shut the fuck up? And we're like, sorry. <laughs> you guys are just both so expressive, you know? I can't, I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, hilarious watching a scary movie with the both of you. <laughs> like, the movie doesn't get my anxiety, but y'all do. <laughs> because... He will be like, ooh, and then you're like, oh my god, don't. Just don't. Just don't. And I'm like, both of y'all, shut up and let the movie happen. Shit. I am the worst. I, I, I'll call myself out on my bullshit. I'm the worst, when it, especially when it comes to scary movies, because I, it, like, jump scare, you know, like, because you know it's coming. <laughs> That's the thing. You know what I mean? Like you know it's going to come, oh, so it like I know what you mean, and I, I know how so, you are. <laughs> I get so shruggy. I'm like, Ooh. <laughs> you like you turn into a turtle. You start shrugging, and like you don't stop until until the thing that's gonna happen happens, and then you're like, oh god, I thought it was gonna happen, and I'm like. <laughs> It's a scary movie. Uh, is it ever not going to happen? Like, you signed I, up for this, ma'am. I'm like the worst. I know. Uh, and I always have to have a blanket. <laughs> so I could. So when I do the shruggy turtle thing, I could bring the blanket up to my face. So I can be like, oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So when I went to see the Joker in IMAX. First off, it was not in 3D. It was just on a really big screen. Right, yeah. So IMAX you would have been able 3D. to You would have been able to see it. <laughs> not that you would have wanted to. It was a really crazy movie. <laughs> really crazy. But know, it would have been more comfortable crazy. sitting next to you than two total strangers in these weird recliner comfortable <laughs> theater chairs. But you you're allowed to bring a blankie. As long as yes. you're not smuggling anything, you're allowed to bring a blankie. So you could have hidden your your shrugs and comfort <laughs> and ease there. <laughs> oh, man. It was great, though. I got a margarita and everything. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I was like, wait, you can do that? They're like, yeah, do you want a small or a large? And I was like, "There's sizes? <laughs> <laughs> Girl, I paid $16 for a cup of tequila. (laughs) I was like, give me that shit, (laughs) please. Oh, and I want extra butter on my popcorn. (laughs) They're like, okay. (laughs) Best self-care date ever. And I went and saw Joaquin Phoenix losing his mind. Wild times. Yes, that was a... 
y'all can definitely be impossible to work with in scary movies. <laughs> like when we all watched The Nun together. Oh my god, uh. I couldn't tell who was angry or me or your husband. <laughs> We're both like, shut up. Shut up, I can't even tell what's happening in the actual movie because y'all are too busy freaking out. <laughs> uh. No, that movie was scary though. I didn't no find lie. the nun too terribly scary. The Conjuring Two was definitely scarier than the nun. I think the Conjuring Two is still the scariest one. Yeah, I mean, I won't watch Annabelle, so. <laughs> well, you're not missing out on much. I thought it was going to be a lot scarier than it was. It's as scary as the Night of the Living Dummy. You know the Goosebumps <laughs> TV show from back when we were fucking kids. That's what I put Annabelle at. Um, the newest one, Annabelle Creations or whatever. Yeah, whatever. That one is actually scary. That one actually kind of messed with me a little bit because it talks about sleep paralysis and stuff. And well, what's not to be scary about that? You know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the actual little like ventriloquist dummy they put as. Annabelle is just silly to me. I can't. I accidentally watched a scary doll movie once. It was Dead Silence. Oh, yeah. I remember that whole poem. That movie fucked me up. <laughs> Especially since, you know, before that, I didn't like dolls. Now, <laughs> You're I, like... I, was, I didn't <laughs> like dolls definitely after that, neither. I'm like, fuck you and your dummy, Mary Shaw. <laughs> oh my gosh, can you imagine you're working at the store and somebody's signing up for a new membership and you're uh. like, what's your last name? I'm sorry, Mary, what did you say your last name was? Get the fuck Shaw. out. Get out of here. No, you can't be a member here. Out. No. Out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. You know the one that really messed with me for a long time? What? Um, It was... The, uh, the, um, sorry, I blanked it. Drag me to hell. Oh. That one really messed with me, and do you know why? Why? Because the freaking lady tried biting her with her gums. Oh. <laughs> that, that scared me more than anything ever <laughs> in life. <laughs> Being attacked by a possessed, toothless old woman is, like, <laughs> apparently the scariest thing for Lexi. I don't know. <laughs> She's gonna the gum devil you to himself, <laughs> The devil himself was blushing that night because she was scary. Oh, uh. my gosh. <laughs> for real, though. She's like... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways... Spoopy movies. Sorry, we started talking about Malibu's Most Wanted. Yes. When we're talking about spook season and then scary movies. and <laughs> We're trying to have as much Halloween as we can in the yeah. pandemic. And it kind of sucks that we're as limited as we are. Yeah. Really, we're just snuggling up and watching movies. That's that's as much as we can do. I'm making soup, but that's more of a just because it's fall thing, not because it's Halloween. <laughs> I do soup. <laughs> I do have a Halloween baby, so there's that. Yes. So, in in the last few days, I have stuffed a baby Yoda pinata full of candy. I have blown up 
almost a hundred balloons. I am making a balloon banner with said balloons. And since talking to Amy, I'm worried they might not make it in time. <laughs> we will find out. Lexi, uh, like Lexi didn't consult the balloon expert before blowing up said balloons. Sure did not. <laughs> so we will find out if the balloon banner makes it. But stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, I, hey, I will totally post a picture in in our group if I make it. If it makes it, they might be about half the size. They <laughs> might make it. <laughs> I'm going to laugh so hard we'll to if they're little if they're little pea pods all strung up. <laughs> so I've been making this obnoxious birthday card out of a full-size poster board. And uh I'm making this balloon banner and I've been getting just so crafty over here this week. It's insane the amount of balloons that are inflated right now behind me <laughs> as we record this our 33rd episode <laughs> but by the time it airs uh, i will have been momming for an entire decade yep and that is crazy and i love it and i'm happy to be here what a roller coaster man <laughs> i mean i'd give it an 8 out of 10 i'd still recommend it but buckle up <laughs> five point harness bitch <laughs> at least <laughs> oh man yeah that's literally all I've been up to all week is just gearing for my oldest birthday what about you Amy um so we went to the top of the mountain yesterday and let me tell you, I've traveled up the mountain plenty of times, right? But never to the top. And we still didn't even go all the way to the fucking top. We just went to one of the mountain peaks. <laughs> and um, it was fucking terrifying. <laughs> 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 um... So it was like a windy day yesterday, and when you're driving up the mountain, you're like in canyons and stuff, you know, you're not literally just like driving along the side of the mountain. Um, So it's not as windy and as bad when you're down in canyons, but when you get to the top of a fucking mountain and there's nothing blocking the wind, it's very scary <laughs> like we're talking 60 mile per hour wind yesterday um we get to the top there's like this itty bitty little parking Wait, lot you just said 60 miles per hour yes That's it was insane. fucking windy <laughs> um so when you get to the top there's this itty bitty little parking lot. So you drive. You drive to the fucking top of the mountain. And you're not always in canyon. Eventually you get to, to a certain height that there's nothing for you to do other than just drive 
along the side because there's no fucking room and the road is so skinny. It's so narrow. So narrow and there's no railing. Isn't it terrifying? I about shit my pants. There, okay. (laughs) When you're driving up mountains, it takes a whole lot of trust in yourself and your vehicle. I wasn't driving. Well, then in your husband and your vehicle. (laughs) So it's already scary enough driving up the mountain and then add wind. Lots of wind. It was even scarier. (laughs) So, So we get parked. In this itty-bitty little parking lot. Oh, my God. It's the smallest little parking lot I've ever seen. But luckily, there was at least a fucking parking lot. Because if there wasn't, I would be terrified getting back down because we would have had to turn the car around. (laughs) So at least there was room to be able to turn the car around. (laughs) That's all I'm happy about. I'm like, oh, thank God. (laughs) Because... My husband, bless his heart, I love him so much, but... You just tell him to fuck off in Texan? He did not (laughs) get me ready for this. I was not mentally prepared. He did not tell me how bad this was going to be. (laughs) (laughs) I was in the car, and we're driving along up the mountain, and I'm literally like... It's on my side that I can fucking see down to my death. <laughs> You're like, oh my god. This is where it happens, isn't it? This is, I've literally been listening to true crime for this long and I'm still here. Damn it. And I'm like holding on to the fucking car. Like, that's going to make any fucking difference if we <laughs> fall off the side of a fucking mountain. <laughs> I mean, it might if you try really hard. <laughs> But you know what? I was glad that there were other people because then I was like, all right, so we're not crazy. People do this. Okay. <laughs> so we get parked and um, get the oldest out of and and then the youngest gets out and I'm holding my youngest. And all right, you know, my youngest is very small. Like she's five. But she still fits into 3T clothes. She's literally the size of my almost four-year-old. Yes. Almost four. He's still three. Your your son is the exact same size as my five-year-old. <laughs> so um, we get her out of her seat, and she's standing next to the car, and I, I'm holding her hand, and a huge gust of wind comes, and her feet... Left the ground. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. I I was, luckily I was holding her hand, but her feet went out. She literally supermaned and she grabbed, like, like, with her other hand, she grabbed my arm and pulled herself in. Like, she moved so fast. I don't think she'd ever grabbed my hand harder in her whole life. <laughs> she was scared. I felt so bad for her. But you know what? <laughs> she didn't cry or anything. She just looked right at me. She was like so scared. And I was like, I got you, baby. I got you. <laughs> you good. You good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That would have been terrifying. 
So then we have to walk up these stairs, still on the side of the fucking mountain, <laughs> to get to the top, to get to the lookout. Like there's this itty bitty little building right at the top of the mountain peak that you can stand in and walk around and see down like for miles. Like we're talking like you can see like a hundred miles away. Oh, see, that sounds fantastic. It was beautiful, but it was really fucking windy. (laughs) (laughs) So the girls couldn't even, like, look out because they had to stand in the fucking corner of the lookout so that they wouldn't blow away. (laughs) That's scary. Oh, my gosh. I was so scared. <laughs> like, for me, for my kids. <laughs> like, why is this so nerve-wracking? I thought so, you said so, this was fun, remember? <laughs> the first day that I decided to go to the fucking top of a mountain is during a fucking windstorm, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Yikes, bro. But I made it to over 9,600 feet. I was almost 10,000 feet in the air. How does that make you feel? Do you feel like you could fly in that moment? I was scared that I was going to fly. (laughs) I was about to ask, or did you feel like you were more likely to careen to your death? Yes. (laughs) If the wind wasn't so bad, I probably would have been better, but I was very scared. (laughs) And I'm scared of heights. So... You know, like, I was very excited, but... I mean, I'm scared of heights, too, but at the same time, if you were to take me up there, I would want to try to do, like, a base jump with a squirrel suit kind of dealy. No. I feel like that would be fun. (laughs) I've watched a lot of Nat Geo, so I'm sorry. I would... I would probably be packing, and by packing, I mean a squirrel suit. (laughs) The in like once we hit the part where we weren't in the canyon anymore, there were no more fucking trees. It was literally nothing but driving on the side of the fucking mountain. My husband thought it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to fucking kill you. And he's laughing at me because I'm like so fucking scared. <laughs> <laughs> what a turd i know aubrey uh my my five-year-old she was like whoa mommy we're really high and i'm like yeah i know oh <laughs> <laughs> she almost blows away and she's still less she's still more fearless than me you <laughs> It always seems that way, but I'm sure she was pretty freaking scared, too. She, she was like scared when she almost blew away. And, you know, but, like, once we got... Like, she was fine when we were walking up the stairs and everything, but then when we got to the very tippy top and there was literally nothing, she was a little scared up there. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I Especially would with too. all the wind. We'll have to go up there when it's not so windy. (laughs) I'm sure it'll be better. (laughs) But it was scary. Are we ready for news? Yeah, let's go on to In the News. In the News. All right. 
We all know people can be wild. Yes, even in public. Sometimes things get so wild, they make the news. Hey, here's some news articles we found. Amy, what's your article this week? I hope you're ready for this because it's fantastic. I have an equally fantastic article. My news article comes from the Wichita Eagle. Kansas. (laughs) The Wichita Eagle. Is this about Oz? No. Sorry, you said Kansas. (laughs) I know that might not be the best correlation, but it's the only one I got. (laughs) I know, it's really all anybody's got. Poor Kansas people. When we came down here to New Mexico, we had to drive through Kansas. And you know what? There's really a whole bunch of nothing in Kansas. And I feel bad for those people that live in Kansas. (laughs) Living in Indiana is not that much better, Amy. Um, There's a few things, but that's it. There are more people in Indiana than in Kansas. There's also a lot more meth. So, you know, (laughs) I don't like the more people. I could have done without the meth. (laughs) <laughs> I would I would have preferred, like, I don't know, a mountain? No meth heads? <laughs> well, you don't get mountains in in the Midwest, so... I, yeah, I know. <laughs> and I know asking for, for the other alternative is a little much, too. <laughs> God. <laughs> All right. Okay. The title is... <laughs> <laughs> Naked Teen... Covered in ranch dressing, crashes into Kansas gas station. <laughs> did you just say ranch dressing? I did. <laughs> <laughs> A teenage boy who was naked and covered in ranch dressing crashed a vehicle at a Kansas gas station. <laughs> The disturbance was reported to 911 around 3.30 a.m. A 17-year-old male was naked and under the influence of a substance, the sheriff's office said. He covered himself in ranch dressing, (laughs) damaged property inside a business, ran outside and jumped into a running vehicle, and then crashed into a nearby pillar. Jesus Christ! (laughs) Deputies took the boy into custody. He was then taken to a local hospital and later released to his parents. The criminal aspects of this incident are under investigation, the sheriff's office said. We are happy to report that no one was injured during this incident. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I feel like the ranch was a little offended, but... Nobody bothered to ask it. Valley or Ken? Wishbone. <laughs> oh my gosh, what in the fuck? Hidden what was Valley he acid. <laughs> I Okay, so question. Why is he so under the influence that he covers himself in ranch but not so under the influence that he can still start a car? I'm just <laughs> Obviously, I'm, he can't operate it well though. I'm not even upset. I'm just impressed. <laughs> You ate a whole wheel of cheese? A whole <laughs> bottle of ranch? <laughs> what the fuck, Amy? <laughs> see? See? I feel bad for the people in Kansas. They ain't got nothing else to do but cover themselves in ranch. <laughs> Man. What a wild ride that was. <laughs> you know what, Kansas? I might come and party with y'all. <laughs> Maybe I- once. 
I'm, you know what? I'm good on the musky ranch smell. <laughs> 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 Smells like, like ass and ranch out here. What's going on, fellas? <laughs> I can't. I mean, I can't. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I've got literal tears over the fucking ranch. <laughs> you just, you like say it like it's so normal. He covered his whole body in ranch. Did he? Did he? Did he? <laughs> Why? I just, part of me really wants to know, like, I know we can say he was on drugs, but like, what drugs? He says, all what says drugs he was said under where the, the ranch? Of a substance. Maybe it was What X. substance? What substance said where the ranch? Okay, you know what? Molly would make sense. <laughs> it's so cold and soft. It feels so creamy <laughs> on my skin. <laughs> He fucked up and started watching Silence of the Lambs and then started rolling and he's like, it rubs the lotion on its skin. Only he don't got he's no like, lotion. I don't have he's any lotion. Ranch. I'm out of lotion. <laughs> Shit, what do I got? I got ranch. <laughs> that Hidden Valley looking nice though. <laughs> and, then, and then what? Um, did he get like confronted and that's when he had to run away to the car? I'm just... Wow. Lots of questions. I'm sure he does, too. If he was, you know what I mean? If he was completely incoherent, coming back to in a hospital with ranch crusted on the sides of your face <laughs> is probably not the way you want to come back into the world. And then they <laughs> and then they release you to your parents and you get into the backseat of the car and you're just crusty and ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right. You ready for my article? Yep. Oh my goodness. That was that was fantastic. <laughs> oh, Hidden Valley, she says. <laughs> <laughs> Crusty and ashamed. All right. So my article comes from The Drive. Um, and it's titled Los Angeles Driver Stops for Gas While Being Chased by Police. <laughs> <sighs> hold on okay. hold on i gotta get some gas <laughs> okay so this is it's just so great what happens if you run low on gas during a police chase all that speed no doubt tanks your fuel economy ditching the car and running is always an option but <laughs> One cunning Los Angeles area driver on Tuesday built up enough of a lead from his pursuers in blue to be able to make a full pit stop along the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, it's Luigi from Cars. Pete, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, stop. <laughs> Added bonus, um, the driver even went inside to pay, not at the pump. I love that he didn't steal. He went inside and he paid. <laughs> While we at the drive don't recommend ever getting into a police chase of your own, we have to admit that walking in to pay at the counter is the ultimate flex on the man's <laughs> inability to keep up. Weird flex, but all right. <laughs> I mean, for real though. And I paid inside. <laughs> I even went inside. <laughs> 
Uh, the Glendora Police Department told NBC Los Angeles that the driver was wanted for a theft at a Home Depot, hence the chase. The driver's matte black Audi A4 had major front-end damage, including a missing bumper, but it was unclear if that damage had happened during the chase. When the chase reached the city of El Monte, El Monte? I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. <laughs> El Monte? Uh, I'm going to put my twang on it, okay? There's, I can't help it. The driver took advantage of the lead he'd built up on the cops to fuel up mid-chase at a Chevron station. <laughs> I've always thought about, is there ever a procedure where they refuel and keep going? <laughs> this is it, said NBC Los Angeles' newscaster, <laughs> who described the busier pause in action as a quick pit stop for sure. <laughs> <laughs> At the station, the suspect ran inside, put a tin in cash on the counter, and proceeded to fuel up. The I driver got ten on actually, five eggs. <laughs> The driver actually attempted to stop for fuel twice. Just before the fill-up that was captured on camera, the suspect barged into a different Chevron station in the port to demand fuel for free. <laughs> See, that time he was like, give me all your fuel! <laughs> As we continued refusing, he started to get more aggressive, a gas station employee told uh, the station. He started demanding more and uh, threatening us if we don't, it will get much more messy or crazy. It just seemed like it was just another crazy man, the Chevron employee continued. There is security footage which shows the man yelling, turn it on to the person at the Chevron counter. Afterwards, the suspect was captured on the first station security cameras, tossing something into the back of a white pickup truck at another gas station, apparently in exchange for something from the pickup's driver. There's also a reason why he hadn't seen the cops on the ground for a while, too. Police gave up on chasing the driver in patrol cars as they didn't want to encourage the driver to be more reckless behind the wheel and put others in danger. Instead, they followed his car from the air. After that, the driver went through several cities to hop onto westbound Interstate 10 in West Covina, and then back onto surface streets in East Los Angeles, where he, quote-unquote, once again continued to perform dangerous evasive maneuvers. The chase then picked back up on westbound State Route 60 east of downtown LA, and around 625, the car pulled into a parking garage. The man surrendered to police in the parking lot, as they ha had actually been keeping up with him the whole time. Hold on, I'm gonna go park in the parking garage. I'll be right back. BRB. I mean, they let him, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, we've got your home completely surrounded. He's like, yeah, but I made it home, though. Finger guns. <laughs> well, I only had to stop for saying, gas twice. <laughs> All I'm saying is, in GTA, technically he made it to the save point, and he shouldn't have a warrant anymore. <laughs> the stars are supposed to his, go away. His car is also supposed to be magically better again. <laughs> so, we had a couple of roller coasters. Sure did. <laughs> I still feel like, um, no matter how fast that high-speed chase was, your ranch definitely covers everything, man. <laughs> that is all the tea we need. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Imagine, like, do you think the parents even ask their kid 
any questions at that point? Like he's in the car, the the son's in the back seat, crusty and ashamed, and the parents just sit there in the front, and they're just they just look forward. They don't even look back at the kid, and they're just like, "What the fuck, David? <laughs> Why are you like this, David? <laughs> With the fucking ranch again, David?" <laughs> I'm sick of it. I need ranch for my salad, David. <laughs> You're going to have to start buying your own ranch, man. <laughs> Take it out of your allowance or something. <laughs> Maybe he needs less allowance if he's affording. <laughs> no, no. I remember being a teenager. You get pretty creative. <laughs> the allowance had very little to do with it, I'm sure. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I had plenty yep, of crazy you're like, nights. <laughs> never <laughs> with ranch. Yeah, me either. You know, I've never just, nope. Chocolate syrup might have been involved a time or two, but. <laughs> 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 never ranch. <laughs> All oh right. my gosh. Well, so then is it tea time, Amy? Tea time, Lexi. Clink. Clink. So, Lexi, what is your first story? My first story is not a happy one. It's a bit of a rant. (laughs) Okay. It's titled, America isn't getting out of COVID for another year. Probably not. So, I work returns at a place that rhymes with Bay Seas. (laughs) (laughs) Middle-aged white lady comes in. No mask. I show the box of masks and say, would you like a mask? We require one. Generally, people comply or get one out of their bag. This lady says, I got one in my purse. Pulls out a mask, which she, of course, puts below her nose. (laughs) Fantastic fucking start, I think to myself. There's so many people. Oh my gosh, right? I see people, like, I'll be putting my mask on and, like... (laughs) I'm not working at Walmart. I'm not doing anything with Walmart. I am not related. Like, I don't even want to be spending my money here. I just have to sometimes, you know? And I'll be walking into the store and putting my mask on, and, like, there will be other people, like, looking at me while they half put on theirs. Like, like they're establishing or asserting some kind of dominance <laughs> in this Walmart pecking order. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> if it was the Black Plague, you'd have been dead a month ago. Or five months ago. Anyways, so after starting to process the return for the dress, it's past the 60-day return policy, so I tell her, and she says she had COVID and was quarantined. Cool fucking story. Third time I've had someone wait until my hands were all over their shit to tell me it was with them when they had a global virus. (laughs) And I've only been here for a month. So I immediately go and get gloves, do the return, Put it in the special spot in the back, and she says, it wasn't that bad. This dumb fuck out here with their nose sticking out, looking like motherfucking Pinocchio, tells me that a virus that killed hundreds of thousands and caused severe organ damage isn't that bad. I do wonder how differently she would have behaved if the virus weren't so diverse and it didn't manifest as asymptomatic most of the time. Bitches get a cough and act like the whole world will be fine despite every story proving gruesome, painful deaths do happen and not in insignificant numbers. Right. This is a thing that a lot of people don't seem to get. Like, COVID affects 
people differently. You know? Yep. Some people, they get just mild symptoms. Mm-hmm. Other people fucking die. <laughs> and that's what I hate the most about it is, like, people want to argue this stuff instead of, like, understanding that something that we... I mean, this isn't new. Germs affect everyone differently already. That didn't just happen. Right. That didn't just happen because of COVID. Germs, bacteria, viruses, they have always existed. We just decided to try and make it a political thing. <sighs> Stupid. Anyways, America is in fact condemned to the very least, to at the very least, one more year of COVID. So hunker the fuck down, because old ignorant shitheads are probably, <laughs> will probably only be less of a problem when COVID is finally gone. Hunker Period. the fuck down. <laughs> Gosh, it's insanity. Okay, my first story is called The Poultry Catastrophe. Oh. <laughs> it's bird related. <laughs> So, I used to work in a grocery store in my town, and I have collected quite a few stories from there and my time abroad. <laughs> I think many of us enjoy a good meme here and there, a funny joke, etc. I, for one, enjoy humor and employee, employ it as a method to both ease my tension and hopefully entertain the customer of which I was scanning out at the checkout line. It was a week before Thanksgiving, and I'm sure many retail workers know firsthand how chaotic that time can be. <laughs> yes. <laughs> While I was checking out, my supervisor hands me a frozen turkey, stating that it needs to go back to the meat department and that she'd take over for me while I go personally deliver it. Which, that's a little strange. I mean, the cashier is busy ringing people out. The manager isn't doing anything. The manager's already carrying the frozen turkey. Why can't the manager take it back? Like, oh, the manager yeah. already had the turkey. The cashier was busy ringing somebody up. Why didn't the manager just take the turkey? Yeah, that sounds super kind of weird, doesn't it? I don't... I I mean, Did the manager walk by the meat department to bring it to the cashier? Because <laughs> if that's the case, then we got a super suspect manager over here. <laughs> but anyway, so they they go on and say, this is routine and I thought nothing of it. So I accepted and headed towards the meat department. I mean, not that the cashier wouldn't mind taking the turkey back, but I just don't understand why the supervisor couldn't have done it. <laughs> That's really weird protocol, yeah. <laughs> no, no. You handle the bird. Right? <laughs> no, no, you take it. I arrive at the frozen turkey selection and place a turkey down within the freezer. It is then when a friendly old lady walked up to me and asked, Do these turkeys get any bigger? And I chuckle and say, No, ma'am, they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean Did we need to talk <laughs> Wait <laughs> She laughs wholeheartedly Along with me And I'll tell her I'll check with the meat department Since I'm only a cashier And they'd have a larger turkey for her 
<laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> she thanks me and I meet with the meat manager in their cooler and tell him about the customer. I then retire back to my post on the checkout line. Now, after this, I hadn't thought anything of this little interaction. I would have forgotten about it altogether if it wasn't for my manager calling me to her office to talk to me. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, is right. What? Apparently, my joke had gotten a complaint from a customer. For real? The customer had told my manager that my joke about dead turkeys was insensitive towards the animal and that I wouldn't be making those jokes about people, so why should I with turkeys? And they, they side- Ma'am, it's literally a dead-ass turkey. <laughs> what do you want from me? This, they sidebarred and they said, I totally would, by the way. <laughs> me too (laughs) same we both agree that it was kind of stupid and that i shouldn't have done it but she said she did find the joke funny so i got off easy with that one now a few hours have gone by and i am on self-checkout when a lady approaches me At first, she didn't look out of the ordinary from her leather purse, fur coat, and overall Karen-esque appearance, (laughs) and I met with her with my usual cheerfulness. Hello, how may I help you? I ask. The lady reveals herself as the filer of the complaint, stating that I should have been fired for what I said. Jesus Christ, seriously. I accidentally let out a little <laughs> chuckle and say, oh, so it was you? <laughs> Everything had made sense to me at that point. This lady had overheard my joke with the older lady and had taken offense to it. She begins to berate me, saying that if someone were to joke about my death, I wouldn't take kindly to it. I politely retort, ma'am, I wouldn't mind because I'd be dead. <laughs> and she starts fuming i know i was stirring a hornet's nest but man was i having fun (laughs) oh that's like the best response you could have given to however oh no no not your death (laughs) (laughs) however even nostradamus couldn't predict what this lady was about to do With a smug confidence, she got in my face and said, Would you kill me if I was a turkey? What the fuck? (laughs) Wait. Yeah, I would. She then starts doing chicken motions and making chicken noises at me. (laughs) And I couldn't help myself. I start laughing. (laughs) I mean... Same and, oh, like, man, it was not a gentle laugh either. My sides began to hurt, but I couldn't help myself. This Karen just looked so stupid. <laughs> From the other self-checkout kiosks, I could see customers also stifling giggles and pointing towards the chicken Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I will call her Choco Karen because I play way too much FF and Chocobos are like chickens. What is FF? Final Fantasy and they're Chocobos. Oh, okay. So Choco Karen. (laughs) 
now finished with her poultry outburst, repeated her question. If I was a turkey, would you kill me? Yes. Yes, I would. I would kill you. Is that what you want me to say, Karen? You gotta stare directly into her soul when you say it, too. Look me in my eyes. I don't fucking care. (laughs) While I was enjoying this tirade, all good things must come to an end. So I begrudgingly told her, ma'am, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. You're causing a disturbance for the other customers. What I... (laughs) What I should have expected was her following wrath, but alas, I did not. (laughs) How could a woman who had an outburst like that remain calm after being told to leave? Me from the past wasn't so smart. (laughs) She demanded that I answered her question and I responded, No, I wouldn't kill you, but I would call security if you do that again. We did not actually have store security, but it was a nice little tactic I would use to intimidate people being rowdy. Fortunately, Choco Karen seemed to be deterred, and as she walked towards the door, she began to yell the standard spiel like, I will never shop here again until you get fired! Oh my gosh. (laughs) And even called me an animal hater. Hold on. If we circle back to the beginning of the story, we know that Chaco Karen is wearing a fur coat and has a leather purse. You'll find a lot of irony in these character types. They gotta be riddled with good irony or else they just don't hold up their same, you know... Without without all the hypocrisy, they're just so lackluster, Amy. You animal hater, like my new mink coat. (laughs) I won't forget her last words, though. As she walked out the door, she yelled, Your soul will burn unless you repent, you animal killer. (laughs) Uh, You know that just because you're not doing the killing, if you're still buying it, I mean, you're no better. (laughs) Now, point that one out. What? <laughs> As my tale comes to a close, I can't help but explain the aftermath. A few employees who had heard the incident had told a few more employees, and through word of mouth, within the hour, everyone in the store had known of my encounter with Choco Karen. <laughs> <laughs> I would never see Choco Karen again. So she was true to her word, but I would earn a little, uh, earn a title of turkey bastard, which I wore proudly until I finally left that position a couple of years later. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Choco Karen. Choco Karen. That's funny. <laughs> that was the best. Oh my goodness. I've got a really heartfelt one for my second story. Are you ready, Amy? Sure am. All right. It's titled, Thank You for Letting Your Two-Year-Old Duel Me. (laughs) So yesterday, my workplace had a large Halloween event, and us staff were encouraged to dress up for the day. I scrounged up a fairly recognizable Jedi costume, 
from the contents of my closet and borrowed a lightsaber, the cheap kind that you swing out while pulling on the release button. <laughs> um, it was a long day with short breaks throughout. Six hours in, I get a table with three little kids, all dressed up. A six-year-old girl in a princess dress, a five-year-old boy in a turtle costume, and a two-year-old cowboy who carried a massive plastic gold sword. <laughs> uh, the older kids belonged to one couple who are regulars, and the littlest was with his mom. At one point, I went back to check on them, and the little cowboy picks up his sword from the table and waves it at me. I know a challenge when I see one. So I pulled out my lightsaber and extended it. His eyes lit up and he jumped from his chair to fight me. The five-year-old wanted in on the action and began to walk towards me like a droid saying, Roger, 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 Roger. Roger, Roger. I gave them a show and let them back me into a corner as we clashed swords, falling to the floor throwing up my hands, and then clutching my stomach as they quote-unquote killed me. And I closed my lightsaber as I quote-unquote died, uh. and the two-year-old proceeded to take it from my hand and attempted to extend it, but he had no idea how to. And I said, you can't use it without the force. The force! <laughs> Before taking it back and telling him I needed it to fight Sith. <laughs> Honestly, this interaction was the highlight of my 12-hour day. The dad of the older kids tried to apologize a few minutes later, and I assured him it was not necessary. It's things like this that make the messes kids leave behind a little more bearable. That's fun. Isn't it cute? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I know it was a bit of a short one. But what's your second one, Amy? My second one is also short, but my first one was very long, so... <laughs> <laughs> This one is called Old Spice Oral Spray. Oh. <laughs> I feel like this is going to be a doozy. <laughs> <laughs> one day, we had a promotion for Old Spice Spray Deodorants and for Oral-B Toothbrushes. In one of the stores I was working with, we had a... We had to stack both products on the same shelf due to limited promo space. A week later, a woman comes in <laughs> and asks if we have Old Spice Oral Spray on stock. You can imagine the look on my face. I told her that I'm not aware of such a product and I should definitely know better since I was working for P&G. She then proceeds to tell me that she had bought Old Spice Oral Spray along with an Oral Bead toothbrush one week prior. <laughs> this woman used deodorant spray <laughs> to freshen up her mouth, and she was so pleased that she wanted to buy some more. <laughs> Why? Um. Did anybody. <laughs> Did anyone tell this woman, like, <laughs> she might be putting herself in a serious predicament? Um, I feel like if you inhale too much Old Spice that you might get some form of poisoning. I don't know. <laughs> or, and hear me out, Amy, or you transform into Terry Crews. 
And look, if that's what she's going for, I can't stop her. <laughs> I just think after the first few tries, her, her theory would have run flat, you know? <laughs> Still not Terry Crews. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, what the fuck? <laughs> like, in her mouth? In her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and she liked it so much she wanted to buy more. And gift uh, some. It says, and gift some to her relatives. <laughs> try this oral spray. It's fantastic. <laughs> Next thing you know, there's a news article about an entire fucking family that just dies. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> if you or someone you know is inhaling Old Spice, please get them help. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Who... I don't even know why I'm asking. <laughs> I really don't. <sighs> oh my goodness, that's funny stuff. <laughs> Alright. I'm here. Kind of uh... queer. <laughs> ready for them dams. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I should have put a finger guns in there. <laughs> finger guns. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You want to kickstart this bad boy, Amy? Yeah. All right, who we got in first place, girl? We got Austin, Texas. Hell yeah. But we got somebody close behind them in second. Sure do. We got uh, Tezistan, Jalisco in second. Hey. Yeah, and then who we got in third? Lafayette, Indiana. Hey, guys, what's going on? Hey. And then we got a two-way tie. Why do you say it that way? <laughs> what? You always call it a two-way tie. <laughs> because it's not a three-way tie. It's just a tie. But it's a tie nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tie. That is two ways. <laughs> That's what a tie is. <laughs> you are right. <laughs> All right, fine. So we have a tie. <laughs> That is two ways in fourth <laughs> place. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. Amy, who's the first city in our tie? Got Manhattan, New York. New York? New York. And then our second city in fourth place is San Jose, California. Hey. That's funny. We got. Like, almost every side of the freaking country here in the top four. We got... We just need some... We need somebody in, like, North Dakota to start listening a hey, lot. Hey, hey, up you in the Nodak. Get your shit together and listen to us. <laughs> yeah. Where y'all at? <laughs> I used to live oh in North goodness. Dakota. <laughs> so that's all of our dims, huh? Yeah. So, Lexi, you have our sign-off quote this week. My quote this week comes from uh, Denzel Washington, actually. All right. <laughs> I know, left field. You gotta do what you gotta do so you can do what you wanna do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know that. I know that. I've heard that before. <laughs> It's from a movie, I think. Um, it is, but I don't remember what it's from. So, uh, 
take care of your priorities so you can have some you time, order some fun stuff for yourself on Amazon, do what you gotta so you can do what you wanna. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we will catch y'all next week, huh? All right, see you later, guys. Bye. Bye. Make sure you go and like our Facebook page, Confessions of Retail, all the tea. Also find our group, fans of Confessions of Retail, all the tea. Don't forget to find us on Twitter. We are at Corat Pod. Yeah, we are. Corat for life, yo. Corat for life, yo. And then you can also check out our Instagram page. Confessions of Retail Podcast. Woo! So, this is our stop. Until next week when the shit show rolls on. Amy and Lexi. Signing off. That was a Titan Cast episode.